And he wore the crown of thorns for us. And as we think upon his death for us, and his resurrection, we're so thankful that he has been crowned our king. We say Jesus Christ is our king. And we want to follow him. Help us to understand how to do this in practical way. We would seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. So we come together today to understand from your word how to live in kingdom righteousness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, some of you, uh, we have had a theme for quite a while. I, remember, I wonder if you remember what it is. All right, so we're going to have a quiz. No, no, no quiz. But what has been our theme for the last several months? Uh-huh. Maybe we speakers have been so... Uh, Confusing, you don't know what the theme is. Well, we have spoken on many things. But our theme has been His kingdom and righteousness. Now we know where that comes from. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. All the children of the kingdom should know this verse. Seek ye first. The kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto you. Now we want to talk about kingdom righteousness. And let's read some verses as we consider this matter. Let's first turn to Matthew 6 where we just quoted that verse. And let's read some verses prior to that summary verse. Let's go back to verse 19 and listen to our Lord Jesus speaking of kingdom righteousness. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. 六章十九节不要自己积蓄财宝在天上地上有虫子咬能朽坏也有贼挖掘龙来偷只要积蓄财宝在天上天上没有虫子咬不能朽坏也没有贼挖掘龙来偷因为你们的财宝在哪里你的
No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. And then there again we should look at verse 33 and 34. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Now, our brother Christian has spoken a number of times on this matter of the kingdom righteousness from this Gospel of Matthew. But I want to share with you in the next few times I do before we change the theme on the kingdom righteousness as seen in James. Kingdom righteousness is very practical in James. So just to get started, let's read the first eight verses in James chapter 1. This also is about kingdom righteousness which Jesus was speaking. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greetings. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. 我们的弟兄们,你们落在百般的思念中,都要以为大喜乐,因为知道你们的信心经过试验,就生人难,但人难也当成功,使你们成全完全毫无缺陷。If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord, for he is double-minded, unstable in all his ways. And then in chapter 4, we'll read verses 6 through 10. But he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God. 
Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and He will lift you up. 你们要愁苦,悲哀,哭泣,将喜笑变作悲哀,欢乐变作愁闷,不要在主面前自卑,主必叫你们升高。now the kingdom of God is growing right now. As the gospel of the kingdom is preached. And many by faith are pressing their way into the kingdom. And our Jesus is the king. Now when he came to his Jewish brethren, the Jews knew a form of righteousness. But it was not kingdom righteousness. It was outward righteousness. They did many things outwardly. They wore certain clothes, they said certain prayers. They gave certain offerings. And this is a righteousness that the Jews understood. But Jesus came and said, Your righteousness is not enough. Kingdom righteousness is different. It isn't just outward things we do. Kingdom righteousness starts in the heart. So it's not enough for you to not commit adultery. What is in your heart? It's not enough for you just to do things outwardly. But what is what are you doing in your heart? You see, kingdom righteousness involves something righteous in your heart as well as actions that are righteous. And Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5. To his Jewish friends, unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the Pharisees and the scribes, you in no way can enter the kingdom of God. All those outward things they did. Jesus said it wasn't enough. Your righteousness must be greater than that. And when we heard Jesus speaking the Sermon on the Mount, when he spoke this, the Beatitudes, everything he said had to do with what's going on in your heart. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are they that mourn. Blessed are those that seek for righteousness. Blessed are those when men persecute you. 
Because in your heart you can rejoice. Jesus spoke these words. And he expressed the reality of kingdom righteousness. Now thank God. When Jesus died on the cross, before that happened, no man could be righteous. There was none righteous, no, not one. Except Jesus. When he died on that cross, he was the only one righteous in the kingdom. And he died on the cross for us. And he rose again. That we might be a righteous kingdom. How can that happen? Before Jesus died, we heard that righteousness must be outward and inward. And if we're truthful, we know we're not righteous. But then Jesus died and rose again. The Bible says He became our righteousness. And we place upon us His righteousness. And suddenly we are forgiven of our sins. We have been made righteous. And we stand in His righteousness. As Paul says in 1 Corinthians 130, He has become our righteousness. Isn't that wonderful? Now we live in His righteousness. And we live by His righteousness. And then we discover in the gospel to live a righteous life inside and out. must be lived by the life of God inside you. You, even as a Christian, cannot be righteous if you do it by your own strength. But there is the life of Christ within you. He fulfills all righteousness. His righteous life can produce righteousness in your walk, in your life, inwardly and outwardly. This is the kingdom that is preached. So we have some books in the New Testament that practically tell us how we can begin to walk by His life in kingdom righteousness. This involves keeping our heart right and doing right or righteous things. God has given us by the Holy Spirit four books clustered together in the New Testament that speak on kingdom righteousness and holiness. Now, do you know what those four books are? This is beyond the Gospels. They cluster together. Uh-huh. Hebrews, James, 1st and 2nd Peter. These four very practically speak of kingdom righteousness. Do we want to know how to live out this righteous life? Thank God we have Hebrews, James, 1st and 2nd Peter. 
And we notice there's some expressions in these books in common. You mind if we just look at them for a minute? If I promise I'll come back to James. Now the first expression that they use is the saving of the soul. Now this doesn't mean that when you got saved from your sins and and became a Christian. Now that you're a Christian, your soul still needs to be saved. God is sanctifying us by the Holy Spirit. Until we have been sanctified, spirit, soul, and body. Well, let's look at a few of these verses just so you can see. In James chapter 1, verse 21. Therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. Now in the Chinese, does it say save your soul? It says spirit and soul. Save your spirit and soul. Where did it get spiritual? But in the Greek, it says save your suke, your soul. Now you're a Christian. But your mind needs to be renewed. Your will needs to be broken. Your emotions need to be what? <laughs> Subjective. Your emotions need to be uh, bridled by the Lord. Now that's your soul. Now, do you agree as a Christian? There's a lot of work to do. Saving of the soul. Now, sometimes Christians go astray because their soul goes away from the Lord. So look at James 5.20, where this is mentioned again. He who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. Now this could talk about sinners or it could talk about a Christian who has sinned and you have recovered this brother. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 39. Speaking But we are not of those who draw back to perdition, but of those who believe to the saving of the soul. What does it say in Mandarin? Soul and spirit? It's all the same word. All right, let's look at one more in First uh, Peter. Chapter 1, verse 9. 
receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. So we know these books speak about sanctifying. So spirit, soul, and body can all be in alignment with God's will. Now these books also talk about another word. Perfect. That you may be perfect. That you may go on to perfection. We see this throughout James, we see it also in Hebrew. Let's look back in James. Just a few verses. Now this perfection does not mean you are sinless. This perfect means you are complete, mature. Now nobody on this earth is going to be sinless. But it's possible to have a perfect heart. By sanctifying work of God. Now in James chapter 1 and verse 4, we see it says, But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And then uh, we also will look in chapter 2, verse 22. Do you see that faith was working together with his works, and by works faith was made perfect? Or James chapter 3, verse 2. For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able to bridle his whole body. Now God is in the process of perfecting us. He sanctifies us. Sanctifies means He separates us from the world. And He purifies us. Now why does He do that? There's a third part of sanctifying. What is it? First He separates. Then he purifies. And then he fills. He fills the holy vessel. fire on the holy vessel. This is what God's doing in our lives. And James shows us this in a very practical way. Now let's speak just for a second about who James was. <coughs> Who wrote this letter? Very interesting. Jesus, younger brother, was James. Now he was he's called James the Just. James the Righteous. James the Upright. He was known in the church at that. Now the Lord had to deal with his soul to bring him to this place where he could be a righteous man within his heart and in his actions. He was also called by Paul one of the pillars of the church of Jerusalem. He was an elder there. 
那他在那边是做长老的。He was respected there.在那边是相当受尊重的。And when he spoke, people listened to his word.当他讲的时候，啊，人们会听他的话。So we know in Acts chapter 15, when there was that struggle about Jews and Gentiles, it was James that spoke and settled what to do.那么就在使徒行传十五章的时候，当。外邦人与犹太人有一些争执的时候，是雅各解决这个问题。So we say he's James the Just.所以我们知道雅各他是这个正。He's James the Pillar.那他也是这个柱子。But you also know his other nickname.那么知道还有什么绰号呢？Camel knees.Knees.Knees.就是骆驼的这个膝盖。Isn't that a funny name?那不是很有趣的一个名字吗？But James prayed so long on his knees. 那雅各是何等的，晚上许多的时间在他跪在在他膝下，那他这边呃在膝盖上就长茧。那他这边呃在膝盖上就长茧。那他这边呃在膝盖上就长茧。那他这边呃在膝盖上就长茧。那他这边
Can you imagine calling your own earthly brother Lord? James saw who his brother was. Now this is a humbling experience. And throughout the letter of James, you will hear that if you want to be righteous, the first thing you have to do is humble yourself. And you know what he had to do? He had to draw near to his brother. And so James says, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Then cleanse your hands, sinners. You know James asked forgiveness of his brother. Purify your heart. Double minded. Humble yourself and weep. James learned how to be and live in kingdom righteousness. So when we come to the book, we see that this kingdom righteousness is a very serious matter. Now, uh, the problem with this book of James is twofold. Do you, have you read the book of James? Do you remember what it says? First of all, Martin Luther did not like the book of James. Now imagine a Christian not liking the word of God. But Martin Luther was a sinner like the rest of us. But Martin Luther saw and was saved when he realized we're saved by grace without works. And James in his book says, faith without works is dead. So Luther said, But James and Luther are talking about two completely different things. So Luther said, This letter isn't worth very much. It's written to Jewish people. We're Christians. We're saved by grace. No more law. So Luther interpreted this book. But the second thing is when you read the book of James, it seems perhaps a little confusing. It seems like it's like a labyrinth where you go in and he speaks about this and then he goes to this and then he goes to this. It's like you're in a puzzle. You can listen to all the puzzle pieces but you can hardly put them together. So I say, what's James about? Maybe you'll think of a part of James and say, that's what it's about. But if you really look at James, you see something opens up. James is speaking to believers, Jewish and Gentile. And he's speaking to them regarding kingdom righteousness. Now, there's a key in the understanding of kingdom righteousness. And we want to see it in chapter 1. And we'll see what kingdom righteousness is about. Now remember this. James knows 
that the life of Christ is within you. Now you're a Christian. Now the Holy Spirit lives within you. And that Holy Spirit can give you power of righteousness. And James has a unique way, a Jewish way of putting it. We read here in chapter 1, verse 25. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and abides and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. 唯有详细查看那全辈死人自由之律法的，并且时常如此，这人既不不是听听了就忘，乃是实际实在行出来，就在他的行为所行的事上必然得福。Now do you notice this? The perfect law of liberty.那你是否看到这个完全的律法是讲到自由的？Now notice again in chapter two and verse twelve. So speak and so do as those who will be judged by the law of liberty. What is this law of liberty? Do you imagine this is he's talking about the Old Testament law? That's what Luther thought. Because he mentions law a number of times in his life. But when he's talking about the perfect law of liberty, or if you look at, again in chapter 2, at two, uh, chapter 2, verse 8, he calls it the royal law. Um, chapter 2, verse 8. If you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You do well. So now this law is a royal law, a king's law. Loving our neighbor. And we're told to abide in the perfect law of liberty. Now what is this perfect law of liberty? This law does two things to us. One, it perfects us. The perfecting law of liberty. The second thing it does, it liberates us. It's not a law that says, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. It's a law that brings us into liberty. Oh, that we could live a life of Christian liberty. This is done by abiding in the perfect law of liberty. Notice it says, He who looks into the perfect law of liberty and abides in it. That's the same word abide as abide in me. I'm sorry, because sometimes the Mandarin is completely on another track. I, 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 I don't know. But I can tell you from the Greek that this is what it says. So he who looks into it and abides in it will be set free. Now, what is this perfect law of liberty? Well, first of all, 
it's the same as, it's, it's put a little differently, but it's basically the same thing that Paul says in Romans 8, verse 2. 那这是与保罗在罗马书第八章第二节所讲的是一样的。For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. 因为这生命圣灵的律就在基督耶稣里释放了我，使我脱离脱离罪和死的律。Do you know that verse? 你明白这一节吗 ？Speaking about a law. 这是讲到一个律，这是让你得到自由的一个律。这是啊、呃，这个是生命的律的律。As the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus， 那是在基督里面的这个律。When you're abiding in Christ， 当你住在基督里的时候 ，this law operates， 那这个律就会能够运行。这个很有能力的一个律，让你能够在灵里面行走，不是自己的肉体。那是一个让你得到自由的一个律。And here, back in James, he calls the same law the perfect law of liberty. 那在雅各书就讲到这个完全的这个自由的律法。Now we have to understand this perfection and this righteousness of the kingdom. 那我们要明白这个完全。还有就是讲到这个国度里面的义。This righteousness of the kingdom， 那这个国度的义 ，is simply put this way。那简单来说是如此。When we have one source， 当我们 our king， 当我们有只有一个源头，就是我们的王。You see, if you're if you're truly a servant of the kingdom, you're only truly a servant of the kingdom when he is your king. 那你成为国度里面的这个仆人，你当你成为真实的一个仆人的时候，是当他做你的王的时候。When your heart is set upon the king, you live in this liberty. 当你的心在这个王身上的时候，你就活在这个自由里面。There's a Jewish idea about righteousness. 那有一个犹太人的一个想法，就是关于公义。And the picture of it is the upright man. 那这个这幅图画就是正直的人。You know in the Old Testament it talks about the upright man. 那你知道，呃，这个旧约讲到在正直的人。What is this talking? 那是讲到什么呢 ？What does upright mean? 那这个正直是什么意思 ？It means straight. 那这意思就是说是直的。It means true. 就是真实的。The upright man. 就是正直的人。You remember in Hebrews chapter twelve. 那我们记得在呃希伯来书第十二章。Where the writer says, "Don't be afraid of God's discipline." 那你不要怕神的管教。He says, "Listen." You want to be holy and righteous? You want to become holy and righteous? Strengthen those weak limbs. That you need to strengthen those weak limbs. That you need to strengthen those weak limbs. That you need to strengthen those weak limbs. The Jewish idea of righteousness is you're standing up, you're straight. That for the Jewish people, they have this idea of righteousness. You stand up, you're straight. So when somebody is not righteous, they're broken. When you're not righteous, you're broken. Or as the Hebrews say, you're crooked. 那这就希伯来说来说，你是弯曲的。You're either crooked or straight. 那你要么是弯曲的，要么就是直的。And so the, for the Jews, they see this. 所以犹太人就看到这个。God is the king. 那神是王。And your spirit, soul, and body are straight. 那你的灵魂体是直的。You're like a a conduit. 那你就像一个这个通道一样。And the life of God can come through you. 那神的生命就能够借着这通道来到你。The love of God can come through you. 那神的爱能够来到你面。Because you're a clear channel. 因为你是一个，你是一个，你这个，呃，这个通道是直的。And that life flows out of you. 那这个生命从里面流露出来。By the royal law, as you love your brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. 那记得这至尊的律呢，是你要爱你的邻舍，如同爱你自己一样。So now abiding in this law, perfect law of liberty. 
那你现在住在这个自由的律里面。When you abide under the love of the king,那当你是住在这个神这个王的爱里面。And you abide by the life of Christ within you,那你住在这个基督的生命在那里面。And you abide in the body of Christ beyond you,那你住在这个基督的身体里面,这个是超远超过你。Now this is the Jewish picture,这就是犹太人的这幅图画。Are you straight?那你是否直的呢? Or are you crooked?还是你是弯的?Now if anything gets crooked, and what do you think gets crooked mostly? Your body, your spirit, or your soul? The soul. The soul is what needs to be saved. Our minds go crooked. Our wills go crooked. Our emotions go crooked. And when that happens, the perfect law breaks down. So James has an interesting term. He says, You need to repent. Purify your heart. Purify your heart. And stop being double-minded. Now what does it say in Mandarin there? It says double-minded. Well, in the Greek, it says double-souled. Now you work with God. His love is in you, and His life is in you, and your the love of God comes through you to the body of Christ. When you're under Him, body, soul, and spirit. But when you go crooked, you're a double soul. 当你不洁净的时候，你就变成有两个魂。So I'm sorry again, Mandarin, I don't know. <laughs> but just look at chapter 4 verse 8 you see this in the microcosm so draw near to God now when you go crooked that is when your soul is out of sorts with God you, you usually don't draw near you go away from God now you're mad at God he did something you don't like or over there, you got your mom and dad did something you don't like. Now you're mad. Now your soul is not resting. Now your soul is not resting. And we don't draw near to God. You you understand this perfect law of living, you draw near to God. He draws near to you. And you humble yourself. He goes on to say, Cleanse your hands, you sinners. So repentance is necessary. You understand? You have to say, Lord, I, I, I got out of my, my position. Purify your heart, you double soul. And then you come back into uprightness, Christian. Right. Back under the king. Experience his love. You live by the life of Christ within. And you're able to love your brothers and sisters. So here is the key to understanding the letter to James. James tries to take us from being double souled to being pure in heart toward God. 
专注在神上。Very practical ways. 很实际的方法来讲。We need to come back. 我们需要回到洁净的地位。Stop being double-minded. 我们不要心怀二意。This is the Jewish idea of righteousness. 这就是呃，就是犹太人公义对公义的看法。Now, do you remember those verses we read in Matthew chapter six? 那我们记得马太福音第六章我所读的那几节。Do you remember the examples that were there? 我们记得在那边所举的例子。What What did he say? 他讲到什么呢？ We have to turn back to him. I don't remember. <laughs> What was he talking about in uh, uh, chapter six, verse nineteen? You remember this? Matthew six, nineteen. He talked about what? Verse nineteen. 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 Don't lay up for yourself treasures on earth. You 不要在地上积蓄。Lay up for yourself treasures in heaven. 你要积在天上。Now why is that important? 那为什么在国度里面是很重要的 ？Because where your treasure is, your heart will be. 那你的财宝在哪里，你的心就在哪里。If you're going to be single-hearted, seek first the kingdom and His righteousness. You can't have a treasure on this earth. 那你如果担心的寻求他的国和他的义的话，你在地上没有办法积蓄财宝。It makes you double, not single. 这就变成是你有双心。Now look at the lamp of the body. 那你看到这个呃身体的这个。Now it says, I'm sorry for Mandarin. It says if the eye is single. 那你如果这个眼睛是单单单数的话。Your heart is full of light. 那你的心是充满的亮光。But if your eye is evil. 但是你的眼睛如果是邪恶的。And evil eye means your eyes are out of focus. 这意思就是说你的眼睛就失去这个焦距了。And you have darkness. 你就有黑暗在里面。Are you single-eyed on the Lord? 那你在。主面前是单眼的吗 ？Or you got one eye over here and one eye on the look. 还是你有一只眼睛在这边看，另外一只眼睛向着。And then he says, "Who are you going to serve?" 那然后他就说到，你要侍奉谁 ？You can't serve God and man. 你不能侍奉马门还是神 ？Single, single. 是单数的。Serve God. 只能侍奉神。Not God and man. 不能说神和马。Cannot do it. 不能做如此做。Righteousness is single. 公义是单数的。You see? And so finally, he says, "When we have this seeking first the kingdom of God." 那我们讲到这个寻求他的他的国和他的义的时候。What's the actual context? 那这个上下文是讲到什么？ We see from the next verse. 我们就看到下一节。He says, "Don't worry about tomorrow." 他说不要为明天忧虑。In other words, let me put it this way. 我换句话说，如此讲。You should only have one worry right now. 你现在只要忧虑一件事情。What's the one thing you're worried about now? 那你现在唯一能忧虑的事情是什么？ The kingdom of God. 就是神的国。Are you worried about the kingdom? 你是否为此忧虑？ I don't mean.、Uh, Worried like I'm not in it. 那不是说是我在忧虑，但是我没有进到这里面。Is this your concern? 那这个是否你说 ？Is this your burden? 最担心的一件事情，是否你的负担在那里？ All the other things will take care of themselves. 那其他的事情就会就就会处理。Don't worry about tomorrow. 你不要为明天忧虑。You don't have time for that. 你没有时间忧虑明天。Today. 你要忧虑。今日的国度。Am I here? Is the king my king today? That's what. 那我的王是否今天就在这里呢 ？Alright, do you see what I'm saying? 你你明白我的意思吗 ？Alright, so we we get double. 所以我们就会有双星。And every time James sees us go double, he says, Ah 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 ah, single, single. 当雅各看到我们双星的时候，他说不行不行，你要单。Get back under this law, perfect law of liberty. 那要回到这个完全自由的律。Now how do we do that? 那我们怎么做呢？ Through the Word of God. 但是借着神的话语。Now let's go back to James. 我们再回到雅各书。We see here this wonderful passage here in chapter one, verse twenty-one. 
here he's talking about somebody who's gone through temptations. Perhaps even sin. Now what does he do? How do we get back under the perfect law of liberty and begin to flow in God's love and life? Therefore lay aside all filthiness and the overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. Now you know what God has done? He's implanted his living word in you. It's implanted. Uh, verse 23. If anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. Now what does the Mandarin say? Natural. What face do you see? Your own face. You see your own face. I'm sorry I have to make all these changes. But what it really says originally is this. Go back and look at your birth face in the mirror. That's what it says, your birth face. Now what birth face is he talking about? Your baby face? He's talking about go back and look at the mirror when you were first saved and you saw Christ in you. The hope of now when you sin or you get out of shape, you go back to the mirror of his word until you see Christ in you. He loves you. And you come back into oneness with him. Okay, now have I lost you? Or are you still hanging in? You still want to be righteous in the kingdom? Well, let's show you two examples from chapter 1. Of how this process works. Now we begin at the beginning. We all know this verse. It's our favorite verse. It's why you're smiling this morning. Count it all joy when you enter into diverse trials. I don't see you smiling. Count it all joy. Now, why do we count it joy when we enter trials? This verse is saying when, when you enter into a bunch of trials all at the same time. Now, I know the Chinese have a saying, I don't know what it is. But in English, we say when it rains, it pours. When you have a little trouble, more trouble comes. Now, when more trouble comes, suddenly you should have, it says, pure joy. Why? Knowing this, do you see that at the beginning of verse 3? We know something. What do we know? 
The testing of your faith produces patience. Your faith is being perfected. But let patience have its perfect work. So you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. That's why trials come. Because our faith needs to grow. How many of you ran track in school? A couple of people. I didn't run track. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so it's one thing to run 100 yard dash. Ah, but to run cross country, you need endurance. Now our faith needs to grow. Until we realize we're perfect, lacking nothing. And if anyone lacks anything, you can ask God. And He gives to all people freely. This is our life in the perfect law of liberty. But what can happen when we go through trials? We can go double. But now when we stand in faith, Stand and wait for God. Don't, but don't doubt. Chapter 1, verse 6. Uh-oh, uh-oh, your heart now is getting double. You believe, but you doubt. Now, what happens when people go through trials? What's the first thought that comes to your mind? Maybe God doesn't love me. And that's why this has happened. You see, and now you've gone double. Now let me tell you the truth about God. He's just waiting to help you. If any man lacks wisdom, let him come to God and ask. He's just waiting to help you. Draw near to him. But instead, you draw away. Ah, no, you me. And next thing you know, you say, Oh, I lack. Oh, I, I, it's because I lack something. He goes on and talks about the poor and the rich because the poor say, Oh, I lack something. I am in this trial. There's no answer to my problem. There's no way out. I lack the answer. How Why did you go double? Why did you doubt? You were in a steady boat. steady boat by faith. Chops through the wavy sea. But then you doubt. And he says, and you're like you're going up on a little boat, up and down on the waves. I believe, I doubt. I believe, I doubt. But what's the key? Verse 12 is the end of the section. Blessed is the man who endures the trial, for when he has been proven, he receives the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Now, 
when you're in the boat and the boat's going through this troubled sea, 当你在船里面经过这些海浪, what do you know? God loves me. 神爱我, Nothing can separate me from the love of God. If I need help, I can go to God and He will answer me and He will not scold me. 我如果需要神的话，会来到他面前，我知道他不会责备我。That's the truth.这是真理。Don't doubt.不要疑惑。He who endures the storm.那能能够经历这个风浪的人。And says God loves me.并且说神爱我。Will be rewarded, he says, because you have proven that you love God even in tough times.那他你会得到奖赏，因为你在经过艰难的时期的时候。now let's take a little uh, survey here. How many of you know God loves you when everything is good? Oh, yeah, God loves me. Uh, how many of you say God loves me when you're going through tough times? I don't know. I think maybe God doesn't. I think I lack. And now, how many will believe that when you go through tough times? Ah, no, these ones are growing in faith. God loves that righteousness. He said, Do you see my servant Job? Look at his trouble. Yet Job says, Even if he slays me, I still trust him. Now you'll be a good believer. Don't let doubt get into your mind. I believe God will see me through. God gives you a crown for that kind of faith. Okay, one other example. Now the very next verse is another problem. It's a personal problem. When you get tempted, when you're tempted, verse 13, let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. Now we get tempted, and we are, we are tempted to go double. And we go double when we don't observe the truth. Now what's the truth? Now listen to this. God will never tempt you. He doesn't tempt. Do you read that verse? Do you believe that verse? Satan tempts. God never tempts. I'm not going to talk about testing. God never tempts you. What's the implication behind tempting? Why would God tempt you? Because he doesn't like you. And he's putting you on probation. Probation. 
information. You're on track. And Joe, do, do you see the point? You see the Greek gods. One day they're happy with you, the next day they're mad at you. All the gods of this world are so fickle. So now you have to torture yourself. So God will be happy with you. But now here's the truth. Let's read it. Here's the truth, verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there's no variation or shadow of turn. Every good thing that you've ever received came from God. And He never changes His mind about you. You're in Christ. He never gets mad at you today just because He has a bad temper. Every good thing you have came from God. So when you're tempted, don't believe that lie. God is tempting me. Oh, I, know I don't think he loves me. No, no, don't you say that. Every good thing you ever got came from God. Now, why are you tempted? Well, let's call a spade a spade. You're tempted because your lusts are trying to draw you out of that perfect relationship. now here is the problem. As long as we live on this earth, we will be tempted. We tempted in body, tempted in soul, even tempted in spirit. We live in a fallen world. The devil is still in this world. And he is a tempter. You are tempted. I, I, I am tempted. It won't stop until you leave this world. Because this is a fallen world. Because you are a fallen man. And even though you're saved, the devil knows what number your special uh, quick dial number is. So he tempts you to sin. Come away from this perfect relationship. Aren't you tired of being loved by God? Sanctified spirit, soul, and body. Loving your brothers. Don't you want a little excitement? He tries to draw you away. Now, here's another lie. People think when they're tempted, that they have sin. Now, temptation is not sin. Now, how do we know that? 
Because Jesus was tempted. Thank God we're human. Too bad, we're and it's time to get back soon. Don't let that temptation draw you away. Don't believe the lies that temptation is sent. It's just a signal to you you need to get closer to God, draw nigh to God. Go back into His Word. See that Christ in you is the hope of glory. Rest and abide in that liberty. And what does Paul say? When you walk by the Spirit, you will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. That's the law of the Spirit of life in operation. If you didn't get back to your single, and not be double. You don't have to sin. You don't have to just say, oh, lust is taking me, I can't resist. You can resist. If you look again and remember your birth face, the word of God is so important. But now let's assume that you do sin. And so you got angry. And you, you hurt somebody. Now what do you do? It's a very humbling thing, isn't it? All we can do is do what we've read in verse 21. Lay aside all filthiness and wickedness and come back and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your soul. that's How can you say you love this brother better than that brother? So this brother sits in the front, that brother sits in the back. Ah, ah, double. 这些书就会提到说是你往前面看都是讲的这双方面的那你怎么可能够爱坐在前面的这个弟兄不爱坐在后面的那个弟兄呢你现在也有双鞋你看你就仔细读他就告诉我们说你知道你是双鞋他就告
我们感谢你为着雅各你向你感谢因为他在自己的哥哥面前他是何等的降卑下来 now, Lord, we want our righteousness to be kingdom righteousness. Where we're righteous in heart and in action. But we know we have to abide in the life that you've given us. So right now we turn from all of our doubts. If going through trials or temptations, we say, I believe in a God who loves me. 我相信, 我信这神, My God is for me. Anything I lack, He will give to me. 我所缺少的, so that I can be perfect, lacking in nothing. My God is my one source. 我的神乃是我的源头. His kingdom is my kingdom. Oh, help us learn to stand in this kind of righteousness. As we walk in this world, this crooked world, we can walk in His righteousness. Teach us how to stand up in such a testimony. Purify our hearts. Turn us away from double mindedness until we're captured by Christ alone. This is our prayer. In the name of Jesus Christ, our King.